Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Welcome to another episode of Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Okay, look, here's the thing. I love the title. Don't talk until I introduce you. Oh, I apologize. What you, there's, isn't there podcast etiquette by there now? podcast They've been around for like 29 years or something. <laughs> this is coming from him. <laughs> Go ahead. This Go ahead. Is, yeah. Okay. He, suddenly he's an expert. Yeah. Right. Matt Holt, the... Uh, Matt Holt is with us, a comedian, a friend of mine for many, many years. Now now you can oh, rag okay. on me. Now you can... No, I was yeah. just... I, I think I might have forgotten my point now. What? He, he I can't it. have this. He I need, it. I need legitimate guests. I well, cannot have with, people. With your budget, this is what you're getting. <laughs> Instead, you got a couple of bastards. Yeah, yeah right? right? No, I, I guess what I was... Uh, it's amazing to me that uh, you finally kind of got around the name of the podcast, and mm-hmm. you, then you forgot your name. I always <laughs> forget my name. It's obnoxious that we have to plaster our... I names agree. everywhere, I agree. right? Like on marquees or posters, right? Yeah, it, oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's horrible. <laughs> what are we, Roman gods? I mean, right. it, you know, we're not on coins. Let's just drop. It. It's just yet, put, just yet. put, just put tonight, comedian. There you go. Who, who knows? Stuart Huff's uh, CDs could become the next cryptocurrency. Nice, right? That's my growl. That, is, that was a pretty good growl. That was that's my mm. growl. Yeah. yeah, it's committed Bitcoin. We have with us today uh, a stellar duo, Matt Holt from Indianapolis yes, sir. and Peter John Burns from Chicago. Hello. And to Matt, I, you know, this, Matt likes this story. I do like this story. Matt is a fan of the story and the object that we're going to discuss here today on uh, uh, Huff's uh, obsessive curiosities. I'm so obsessive. You you think I'd memorize the title by you now? You would think so. At this point, this is I think just sort of some sort of passive aggressive act. Right. I have not heard this story, and I am reserving judgment. I think you're going <laughs> to appreciate I, that's, that. See, I like that. Yeah. The very open minded of you. <laughs> it's rare in the United States of America today to hear such a statement. I've not. That's true. I don't know anything about this, so therefore I do not have an opinion. What? Yeah. What? Impossible. I will make a snap judgment, however. Oh, so you're back in the fold. (laughs) You're back in the fold. You fly the flag proudly. That that would be the name of your podcast, Snap (laughs) Judgment. Snap Judgment. I believe there is one. There is a. There probably is. Well, damn it. There's definitely not a obsessive curiosity. Is there not? I'm a unique. Why can't we get the word unique in my title? It doesn't really fit. None of it fits. (laughs) None of it. You are obsessive. And you're the most curious people, person I know. I'm highly offended that you call me obsessive. Last I, night, the I, I laid in bed for hours. In. I laid in bed for hours thinking about how offended I was that you called me obsessive. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I had Sounds to fairly I obsessive to I me. I got up. I, the object we have today. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of a neat story because there's, there's, nah, there's some ins and outs of this that kind of... I end up going down a road uh, on this story that I've, I don't believe in. I just don't. But yet there's a piece of evidence in front of me. Uh, but I have, a, I, I have a way around it. All right. Now, this is a picture. 
Uh, it is in a frame, uh, a very old frame. Uh, I like this frame a lot. I do too. I like this frame. Yeah, this is the original frame. Okay. When I bought the picture, it's a frame that's seen some shit. It's, yeah. This frame, yeah. It has it has stories to tell. This frame has stories to tell, and so does the picture. Um, now I'm I'm guessing the height of the frame is 30 inches. You know, before we got on air, Matt <laughs> objected to that measurement vehemently he was that is not 30 inches he said somewhere near 27 right well 27 is funnier it's an odd number. it is it yeah. is an odd number and but I'm, I'm not here for humor i've never <laughs> been since i'm sitting in this spot i will i'll just do the joke uh three inches means the world yeah it's a big deal right. so there we go we got to have at least one right yeah. yeah i'm gonna go with 29 and a half inches <laughs> high this 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 picture is okay it's a photograph to be clear it's a photograph yes that's right thank you that's it's important yeah very important that's see i'm measuring 12 this is 20 this has got to be 25 inches across matt shook his head i don't want to hear any words it's well we know this is eight by 11 i mean you can well let's pick that pad up and let's measure this thing we why don't we have a tape measure we have one somewhere yeah, because all podcasts need a tape measure. Right. God damn it, where's my tape measure? I can't work <laughs> like this. <laughs> all right, this is what? 11 inches? Oh, this is yeah, a standard yeah, notebook? Yeah. yeah. All right, hold on. That's 11. Oh, I'm going to be right. 22. 22. <laughs> this is, by the way, oh, I compelling hate Matt. radio. Yeah, uh, yeah he's it right. It is compelling, isn't it? It is compelling radio. Now we're measuring things we can't see on yeah, the air. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, just wait. Well, the I park. have my ventriloquist doll <laughs> ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, we're measuring it is, things we it can't is see. It is closer for... to 27 inches. And I said 18 across. Uh, I'm, wrong, I'm wrong on the across. Yeah, it's, you're it's wrong on the across. It's 23 inches Across. It's I'm, a large... So it's more square than I thought it was. It was closer to square than I thought. I'm it's, so glad we've resolved this. Right. Yeah. Well, now, now let's describe this picture that they can't see. Right. Okay. First, we need to hit the frame, because this, uh, this, this frame is, needs to be mentioned, just out of respect. It is a brown frame. It has uh, a, a, a raised level around... Uh, the, almost the inside of it, which yeah, it's a beveling, a beveling. Thank you. And it, and then we go back to the original after the beveling in the middle, and then around the picture itself, there there's another design on the in on the inside of it. So we've got several different uh, yeah. types of craftsmanship. Peter, would you call that or the inside framing? Would you that consider it to be like gingerbreading kind of gingerbreading? Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a sort of standard frame design i don't like the word standard but i like the word gingerbreading in in homes and things like uh, okay like where you stay in indianapolis for fringe at uh mj's MJ's place yes you know the little that's that's gingerbreading okay well if you're out there and you know what gingerbreading is you know it's not standard i um why wasn't there a laugh after i said that that was nice i tied two things together in the top right of the frame we have we're missing a lot of there's a lot of chipping going on there the paint is is been knocked off uh, in quite a bit if you were someone who's into having everything pristine and all that you you dump this frame this would be in the garbage yes but if you're into if you're like me and you're into just i like beat up worn down I like the story, the scars from the stories, the moves, the packing it up. There was a fight. Somebody threw a salt shaker at someone. It hit the corner of this frame. A, a, a chunk of paint chipped off. I like all that. 
So this frame fits me very well. Now, let's get to the picture. Okay. The frame looks like what like Dorian Gray's portrait was, you know, framed in. You know, it's it's just it's distressed. It's, it's distressed and gingerbreaded. The frame is what drew you to this, I'm sure. You probably saw the frame first. No, I did not. Really? So okay. The this picture when I walked it was uh Arizona, okay? And I was I I was I was doing a club in Phoenix, okay? And then I I left and I was heading towards uh, Albuquerque, all right. And I walked into a junk shop, very clean junk mm-hmm. shop. Okay, didn't smell like anything. No, disappointing. When yeah. I opened the door on this place, eh. Well, you're not going to get the mildew in Arizona. It's a dry heat. I yeah, it's and true. you know it's maybe that was it. Very the, the person had swept and and or mopped way <laughs> way too many times for this to be a good shop. You know, I. Uh, Anyway, I turn a corner and hanging on a wall, this gentleman, this guy that this picture is of, the, just zoom. Like my eye went right to it. And I said, what is that? Now, this is I'm not an expert on anything and especially not photography. But I do know from reading that uh, there was a time period, a very uh, quite long period of time in photography where if you were going to go and have your picture taken you had to stand or sit still for a certain length of time and not move a muscle because if you did then it would come out blurry right right that's why it's why you don't have people smiling in early that's right right and a, and a lot of uh, pictures from this time period they're sitting because it would it's a lot easier to sit perfectly still and not smile you know while the picture is being taken this guy, totally opposite. Standing up, he is holding a trombone, and he has the slide out. So he has his left hand is holding the, you know, where you would hold a trombone to play it, and he's, his right hand has the slide. There's a glare on this picture. here. The slide about halfway out, it looks like, maybe a little more. So he is posing in, like he's playing. The, the trombone is not to his mouth, you know, so his it's kind of hanging. It's kind of near his shoulder. He's wearing a suit that, to me, this looks. There's a hipster element to this guy. He looks very jazzy. He to looks me. jazzy. Yeah. He looks like uh, not Coltrane jazz error. This is much earlier than this that. is New yeah. Orleans jazz. Yeah. He looks yeah in Cotton a res- club kind of yeah in a yeah. respectable club. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this is how he made his living. But this does not look orchestra no, to me. No, no, this no. is this is sweaty, gin joint, jazz musician. Yeah, yeah. In a group, yes, King Oliver's group, something like that. That everybody wore suits. Yeah, he showed a, he, up. Yeah, he's playing in a bandstand. Yeah, yeah. He, a band, he's on a bandstand, yeah. but you showed up dapper. I mean, you look good. The band pulled up in the Cadillac car, and everybody got out. And you went in. Right, and Cab Calloway came out first. And Cab Calloway comes out, and you blow your ass off. I mean, you're there for hours and hours and hours, and you're sweating and all this, but you've got the suit on and, and the tie and everything. And his hair, uh, the guy, the picture in this, the guy, the picture, the, the guy's hair has a wispy look to it. It's not gelled down. It's, it's, it's Conan O'Brien. Look. He looks like yeah. Conan O'Brien. Yeah. He looks like a distant relative of Conan O'Brien's. His it, hair, his hair's even a little more messy than Conan's. Yeah, you know. But this, it, 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 the whole thing feels jazzy to me. Even the hair, the suit, the trombone. There's a music stand, 
in the picture uh, with some sheet music on it. And even it is kind of, it's curled up at the sides. It looks like he, he had it rolled up in his back pocket, maybe. And then for the picture, he has the stand. He unrolls it, puts it on there. There's even the, the, on the music stand, there's little clips that hold the music in place. And they're even kind of, you can see we're on the right side of it. The music kind of even looks like it might fall off at any moment right. if these clips weren't holding it on, right? This guy just grabbed my attention. And the stand is very far away from him, too. Yeah. Right. It's, Maybe it's clearly posed. It's not like he's right. going to be reading off of it. Right. Yeah, it's posed. It's he, almost behind him, it looks like. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's a prop. It's for the, for the pitcher, you know. Uh, first of all, uh, it needs to be said that I just was struck by this picture. And I like music. I'm a jazz fan. Yes, all that. But... There's something else about this picture that just, I just looked at this guy. There's a lot of life in this picture. A lot of these pictures that you see, it's an old man and an old woman sitting down. The guy has the beard. They have their, their one good suit on, their one good dress that they're going to get their one picture taken in their entire lives, right? But basically what they're doing is just sitting there. Right. Yeah. Now, if it is your great great grandmother, maybe there's some sort of connection to this picture. But other than that, it's just two people sitting there. This guy is not that. He wanted his picture taken with his trombone. You know, it would have been a hell of a lot easier if you just want a, an image of yourself to sit your ass down. Don't bring the trombone. Don't hold your hands at that angle without moving them for four and a half minutes. You know, don't do all that. He wanted this picture taken in this way, and I loved it. You know, I looked at the price tag. I, if I remember, it was a hundred dollars. It might have been one fifty, but it you know it was not under a hundred dollars. It was a hundred okay. bucks, hundred fifty bucks, something like that. And I went, ooh, I don't. That's too much. It's too much. I can't. You know, can't do that. I walked through the store, looked at other stuff, came back, looked at this guy again. Just took a good long look. hundred bucks. Yes. No, I can't do it. I just can't. I, I can't do it. You know, I go to the front, you know, the, the, the picture back there with a the guy with a trombone, you got a hundred dollars on that picture. Any, any wiggle room there? And I, I don't, yeah, it's a pretty good price for a f photograph from that age. It's very large. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not willing to go any any less than a hundred. Okay. Okay. So I leave. I get in my car. Okay. Now I was in, I'm in Arizona, right? I drive to Albuquerque. Okay. I get there. I do the show. I go back to the condo. We go eat pancakes, whatever it is. I go back to the condo. I go to sleep. I have a dream. I'm at a bar, you know, sit, just sitting at this bar. There's a band playing, jazz band playing. And, um, and the guy walks up to me and it's this guy. In my dream, he walks up and he goes, hundred dollars too much. It's my whole life, man. It's my whole life. Really? He walks away. I wake up. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. You know, that's weird. Don't think much about it. Get in the shower, you know, you know, go to some junk shops, blah, blah, blah. Go and do the show. Go back, eat pancakes, go to sleep, have a dream. I'm driving. I'm in an old Cadillac, old, you know, with the, 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 the big curved wheel covers on the front. The steering wheel is obnoxiously yeah. big. Okay, yeah. So you're, you're going to go, 
I don't know, meet Barbara Stanwyck to murder her husband. Yes. yes. That's where I'm headed. That is where I'm headed. Fantastic theater of the mind. Yeah. It was awesome. And I've I've got the steering wheel and I'm driving, you know, and I, and someone says, uh, yeah, switch it up, switch it up. And I went, what, what? Punch it, punch it, switch it up. What? And I look in the rear view and this guy, I'm driving this guy. He's in the, the guy, the trombone man is in the back seat of this car. Okay. And I'm and I don't, there's a feeling in my dream of, I don't know what he means. I, and he's angry. I, I don't know what he means. And I, I, he's mad at me. And I said, what do you mean? Switch it up, punch it. He goes, the music, man, the tunes hit it. So I, I reach over and I hit a button on the radio and it switches the, the music to something more upbeat, more jazzy. Right. And then he just starts tapping his foot in the back and, and he, you know, and when I'm just driving the car and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like this guy. He's mad. He seems to have an attitude, you know, and I'm, I'm driving, you know, and I get to this place that, I, you know, how it is in dreams where I know this is the place I'm supposed to be. So I pull over and he gets out, you know, and he goes, don't leave. And he goes in. And I'm just sitting in the car like I chauffeured this man to this bar, you know, and I'm just sitting there. And then the dream ends and it's gone and it's over. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. And I wake up and I'm, I'm in the shower. I'm like, that's weird. I keep dreaming about this guy, you know. And uh, if I remember correctly, the next night was Friday night. I didn't have a dream because I was anticipating. I'm like, I'm, about, I'm laying there, you know, I'm about to fall asleep. And I, I keep thinking, what am I going to dream about this guy tonight? And I don't at all, you know. So Saturday, I don't dream about him. You know, Sunday night, I do the show. And I'm kind of off my mind now, you know. I go to sleep. And I have this dream that I, I'm in an attic, you know. I, I'm hanging out in this attic that I'm just loving, you know. And there's like spider webs everywhere and there's junk everywhere. And it's a good dream for me, you know. And then he walks up to me in the attic. This trombone man walks up and he goes, you know, it wasn't her. You know, it wasn't her. It was you. You're making excuses. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was her fault. It was her fault. If only she would have been more mature, blah, blah, blah. It's all you, buddy. And I know exactly what he's talking about. I got married at 18. Divorced at 21, you know, it was my fault. I didn't cheat on her or anything, but I, we were just different people, you know, and we, and, you know, and I've tried to rationalize it over the years and this and that, but, you know, I got regrets about that. And he's just in my face. You own it. You know, it's not her, it's you, blah, blah, blah. I don't like this dream. I don't like it, you know. So I wake up, it's like five in the morning or something, and I can't go back to sleep. I get in the shower, you know, and I, and that was Sunday night. Monday, I don't have a show, and I'm staying in that condo, right, by myself, you know. So Monday night, I go to sleep, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I'm asleep, and I start to have another dream, and I see him, and I just wake up because I don't want to hear him. I don't want to hear this. And I just woke up, and I was like, I don't want to listen to your ass, you know? And I literally got up and turned the TV on and just watched television and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to go to sleep now, you know? So then I'm sitting there, and I'm watching television, and I get mad. I'm like, all right, fine. And I put the remote down, turned the TV off, packed up my stuff, and drove back to the junk shop and bought the damn picture for $100, put it in my car, and then drove on to where I was going. But I drove back to Arizona out of my way to get it, you know, and went home and hung it on the wall. And didn't burn it. 
didn't burn it. Yeah, because that would have been my first thought. <laughs> you would. This is how you destroy the demon. Right. A haunted picture that's going to, like, right. you know, a, a, you're going to end up, like, murdering his old girlfriend or something like that. She's <laughs> 75, and he's like, and you're going to say, Billy wanted me to do this. And, yeah, no, that's, that's, that is a horror movie come to life. Yeah. But you just hung it on your wall. I hung it on my wall. Okay. I think it's a gorgeous <laughs> picture. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I have I have mixed feelings about the guy. When I first saw him, I was just like, what a cool guy. I like the way he's standing. I like the whole thing. And now, you know, and I, I've had dreams. Of, I, you know, when I hung it on my wall after I got back, I had a couple dreams, you know, but I didn't, I don't know, I didn't take it down or anything. And then they stopped. The dreams stopped, you know. And they were always, especially when I was home, all the dreams I had about him were he's confronting me about shit I've done in my life that I'm trying to make, you know, I'm trying to make excuses about and stuff, you know, but I know deep down it's my fault, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I went through a period where I had broken up with this girl and we were, I was single and I had to move, right? I moved into another place and I I put this picture up on the wall and I had dream after dream after dream. Just, it just wouldn't stop, you know? So I took a towel, like a small dish rag kind of thing, and just hung it over the picture. Just covered him up. I didn't, I didn't take him off the wall, but I covered him up. And they stopped. The dream stopped. Just no more, you know? Mm. So now he's, he's hanging. It's on the wall, but it's not in the living room or the bedroom or anything. He's out in my room, in my junk room. And he's in a corner, really low to the ground. Like, he's not even in eyesight, you know? He's not in my line of sight. I've hung him to where... It's an odd place to hang a picture, but literally the bottom of this picture is about a half an inch from the floor. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So it's, okay. He's in the corner. Now, I don't believe in afterlife. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't... I believe that for whatever reason, my mind has turned this guy... Into your nemesis. Into my nemesis. And he's also my conscious. Yeah. He's, you know... That's why you burn it. I don't understand. No. Why, I don't understand why we're sitting around here. No. If I have a dream tonight, I am coming back tomorrow and burning this picture. It's it's. I in- can't burn him. No. It's interesting because when you told me you told me this story a while back, and I thought of it pretty much nonstop for about three weeks. Really? You didn't burn it. What, what the and, fuck? And, and no, no, no. I didn't see people. No, no. I didn't see. I'd not seen the picture. Okay. So he just told me the story, and I pictured it in my head. And then I, I think after like two weeks, I said, I need to see a picture of the picture. So he, he took a picture of it with his phone, sent it mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, that is what I've been picturing is that guy. It was pretty close to what you, yeah, in your head. Yeah, very close. And then uh, for another week, I thought about it. And then at some point I stopped. But then when we did the load in with everything for the, this podcast, and right. when, you, when I saw that sitting over there, I had like this grim feeling that went over me when I saw it. it really? It's something. It's evil. It's something, evil. Yeah. It needs to be burned. <laughs> something about I'm it. I'm listening to two guys that are like, oh yeah, you know, the, the walls bleed and there, there's there's chicken fat coming out of the sink, but you know, the rent's good. <laughs> move, move, and Some, burn the photo. Something about it. There's a certain darkness to it. I can't. But here's the thing. I'm more curious now in who the guy is. He might be someone who's famous i you know i i mean because, murdering his wife and children well, one dark possibly, night. hey look it looks good on a poster right peter P- peter peter's like the guy when the horror movie starts get out the, of the house right, and there's a carload of kids heading towards the woods peter's the one that goes stop the car open the door 
I'm out of here. Right, right. right. right? No, I'm the guy at the gas station who goes, you want to go up there? That is bad up there. They're like, well, there's a cabin and we want to get drunk. Well, no one ever listens to that fucking guy. <laughs> no, I'm no. the guy that says, yeah. listen to this You're, guy. He's that guy. <laughs> he's a local. He knows that it's bad up there. But, but okay, let me ask you this. If, if Let's say you're in my position, right? And I, okay, I know you wouldn't have gone back and all that. But let's say you did for whatever reason. Sure. And, okay, you saw this guy. You thought, that's a really cool picture. You're a jazz nut. I know you are. Sure. You saw it, and you're like, hey, you know, the origins of jazz is what made me, whatever. Right. This is Buddy Bolden, you know, whatever. Okay. And then you, you dreamed those dreams you had those dreams i have dreams where he comes and and, and attacks me no not he doesn't attack you he he you know he tells you he tells you that the things that you've done in your life that you regret you know are your fault i don't need that <laughs> <laughs> i don't need i don't need a ghost jazz but what, man but telling me he... that i fucked up i know <laughs> but what if he's right <laughs> you're getting you're getting screwed up by a guy that couldn't pay his rent probably right what if he's right? You. What if he's right? I know he's right, but I don't need to hear it. Ah. I mean, what? I Would you, go, if this picture was yours, be honest, I know you would not burn this, but listen. But I'd sell it. I'd sell, would you that's sell you, it? Yeah, that's how you pass on the possession to someone else. And they oh. go, oh, you know, they go, oh, this is like the, you know what? This is the singing frog in the Warner Brothers cartoon. You go and you put it <laughs> in another junk shop. So that someone else goes, hey, a nice picture of a jazz man. What could go wrong? And then they're haunted. And, and then, then that's, that, yeah. Yeah, that's the sequel. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we've essentially written a Twilight Zone yeah. is what we've done. That's what this <laughs> really is. It yeah, would no, be a good one. And be. the soundtrack okay. would kick ass. It would be good. The soundtrack would be okay. excellent. You completely blew that. It is not the Twilight Zone. It's Night Gallery. Night uh, gallery. Good point. Photo. Uh, good point. Frame. Yeah. Night gallery. That's a good pull. Right. That's, you know, that's Roddy McDowell. And every time he comes back to look at the picture, like he's slight, you know, the jazz man's slightly different. He's staring at the camera now. You know, no, no. Here, here's take an that off the wall and you, you would sell you it really, you would really sell it or dump it. Let's say you couldn't sell it. There's no buyers. Yeah, I know. Would, that's, a, that's, a, that's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you dump it? Would this be in the trash bin waiting for the trash man in front of your house? If I had nightmares, well, first of all, if I had nightmares three nights in a row, I would not drive towards Arizona. Uh, right. That's a, good, that's a great point. You're not wrong there. <laughs> you would not go back. And, would you, Matt? Come on, Matt. Would you go back and get this picture? Uh, I don't think under those circumstances. Now, if I were sitting in the condo going, God, why didn't I buy this? Why didn't I buy this? Why didn't I? Then, Yes. But if it was because he was fucking with me in my sleep, no. You wouldn't go back. Probably not. I'm crazy then. But, okay, I have two questions. Number one, or not, one's not really a question, one's a theory. What if the reason for the oh. distress on the frame oh, I know where you're are going with previous it. owners who had it that were like, fuck this, and then they threw it off the ground, whatever, <laughs> and this is damaged. Some other guy came by and went, oh, look at this nice picture right, of this exactly. jazz man. <laughs> Yeah. And then the haunting follows them, and they're like, right. oh, right, why did I ever leave her? Oh, but, do you believe in ghosts, Matt Holt? In some regard, yes. Okay. I've had a few experiences that, that make me curious, at least. Open. Okay, Peter, do you believe in ghosts? I believe in ghosts of the mind. No, I mean, do I really believe in ghosts? If we're going to... If I've got to drop the comic persona, no, I don't believe in ghosts. I have an album called Ghost Story, but... Right. I is, don't believe in that. Yes. Yeah, I don't believe in the album either. <laughs> right. I don't believe in my artistry. Okay. <laughs> you don't believe in ghosts, but yet if you had dreams repeatedly, then you would you 
I don't believe in ghosts, and I'm not interested in learning to believe in ghosts through a demonic possession po- picture. You do kind of, you believe in something possible. Yeah. Would you throw this away? No, I would not throw it away. Weird. I don't know so what I would do. the guy who kind of believes that there might be something to the ghost thing would not throw it away. The guy who doesn't believe would burn it in, in front of his pug I mean, dog. But, but yeah, here's I, the thing. I would say, I mean, like, do I believe in ghosts? No. I'm willing to believe in some sort of dark energy. Right. And that is swarming around that. Like, I can see a cloud of darkness yeah, around you have that to understand, Peter is one of the most logical people I've ever known in my life. So all of a sudden, if prior to this, prior to this photo coming into your life, you've had no dreams. He's an IT guy. All of a sudden, dreams start when that happens. Reboot, unplug, get rid of the fucking picture. Right. <laughs> you've eliminated the problem. The, the virus is gone. Eliminated the problem. And maybe that the is source, the, maybe that's the root of what we're talking about. I don't think this is a problem. Just because I have some dreams that make me uncomfortable and I have to think about some things I've done in my life that, yeah, I, I, maybe I should learn, try to be a better person through that. I don't see this as a problem. I don't like it. It's not pleasant. It's not two bowls of Fruity Pebbles with no regret. Hold on. But, you don't see it as a problem, yet you covered it with a dish rag. Well, right. you cover a lot of things with dish rags. I Not, not a painting or a picture on my wall no i don't in an effort to hide the dark energy from coming out and haunting me at night it happens happens. (laughs) here's a different here's another question that's a little bit off topic but let's say through this podcast you have these you know listeners who are listening all this stuff and they hear the story about this painting or this picture and then through social media on any of these episodes someone's like i want to buy that that picture I hate these questions. I know, but that's the, going to happen. The I last guarantee two, you. Yeah. The last two episodes that we've recorded of this, I, it, it's turned into you, you guys throwing these questions at me that I have to make moral decisions. Well, I mean, yes, since you can't cover us with a dish rag. <laughs> right. ah, nice. That was very nice. How about this? I don't believe in ghosts. I do believe in omens. <laughs> and the third night, you know, especially since like it, it's, it's so. Well, and this, and you know, the second night I dreamed, and then I didn't dream for three days, and then there was a thir- threes. There are threes. I believe <laughs> threes, the threes, threes. Yeah. The IT guy is figuring out the number. I'm just saying, right? That picture was trying to tell you something, and you didn't listen, <laughs> or maybe I did listen and said, "Okay, well, okay, this." thing this image whatever's gotten into my head where now this guy is kind of this voice and i dream occasionally it's it's uncomfortable it's not pleasant but i don't throw anything away just because it makes me unpleasant and uncomfortable and has might have a little dark energy swirling swirling around <laughs> it haunts your dreams well you know <laughs> you make when you say it, it might have a little dark energy swirl you make it sound like it's caramel sauce on a sunday <laughs> it's swirled with dark energy like like it's carvels or something you know what you two you know what you two are beginning to sound like i was living in reasonable a gore- no <laughs> i i was living in a gorgeous uh farmhouse in athens outside of athens georgia okay let me describe this for a minute the bottom it was on uh i think 10 acres the bottom Floor. The original house was built in 1888. 1888. Okay. Now the guy that owned this had built a top floor within the last five years. So upstairs you had a two-headed shower. Okay, large shower with two heads, with just and 
heating and air was great. Electricity was great. Upstairs, everything was wonderful. All the, the windows were brand new and sealed and all that blah, blah, blah. Right. Downstairs, it was the house leaned because the foundation was cracked. OK. OK. So you could put a marble and it would roll slowly all the way through the rooms down to the kitchen. OK. You know, so it had a cracked foundation. I wanted to buy the house. And no bank would loan me the money. Right. And I'm saying to them, it's not your mistake to make. (laughs) What do you, just because I want to buy a house that will probably fall over one day. And just because I want to hang a picture that has dark imagery that's ruining my dreams. Why are these considered negatives? We don't know the order in which these episodes are going to come out. But I am going to say, without trying to institute spoilers that you have on the walls of your house um, (laughs) art made from the hair of dead children. And this is the one you won't even hang at eye level. You won't even hang that to look at it. And you're wondering why we're saying maybe you should get rid of it. He has a valid point. <laughs> the Stewart house, I mean, you've got like the Winchester house at this point, right? It's like, oh, the doors don't open right. And there's this room where there's dead kids' hair. And, but no, but and, the jazz man is the one that was the worst of all. And, and we've seen... We've seen the stuff queued up for other episodes. Yeah. There's a lot of other dark shit right. that's in frames. I don't know why. In the Huff you, estate. When, when, yeah, when you die, your house is going to be like at the end of Poltergeist. Like the earth is going to open <laughs> and it's just going to pull everything down into that the earth. That would be now, awesome. Now, I will say this. Last night when you guys were recording, yeah. uh, I was in the production studio. And then it was one in the morning, you know? Right. Lights are off, all this kind of stuff. And I was going around doing a check of, you know, all that we survey here. And I went in this, the room where all this stuff's being stored. All the junk, yeah. And, you know, the lights from lovely downtown Frankfurt were coming in the window. And the lights framed that picture. The trombone man. Yes, against the wall. And I walked in, and it did give me a shiver. Like, what? I saw a shiver? It, I literally saw it, and I was like, this I'm not I'm not comfortable around the picture. It did you didn't make you go, "Oh, that looks gorgeous?" No. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's a fascinating picture and and the story behind it of course uh you know helps with that, but there's definitely something very menacing about the picture as well. There's something about I mean, look the the ruddiness of his face like that's he looks angry in that picture. Yeah, he, he's, he's 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 kind of pissed. He murdered his wife and children yeah. on a moonlit night in why 1931. Does your, why is there? Let me let me toss this question out here because this is fascinating, and I might win. Um, <laughs> why is it that I'm the guy who has dead children's hair art on his wall and possibly dark energy in most of my rooms in my house? Sure. Why is it that you're the one who's constantly going to, well, the reason is because it's a poltergeist and, and it's evil and it's bad. And, but I don't see these things as that. Because you're, because the fish doesn't see the water in which he swims. Like uh, I hate the know. fact that you were so rational. <laughs> when, He's very rational. When, the, when when birds drop out of the sky dead, and you keep sweeping them up in the morning in your yard, you go, oh, "That's weird." <laughs> you know, like, it's ninth bird this week. Yeah. Dumb birds. But I'm not going to go, it's the trombone man that's doing it. 
Right. So I kind of want to write ask, a horror ask, movie called The Trombone Man. The man. Trombone Man. Yeah. The horror movie, The Trombone Man. I want to ask your neighbors. I want to ask in the neighborhood. It's like, oh, no, you don't go by that house. I'm sorry. You yeah. can't ask them. They moved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they moved <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> they, you know, the poltergeist house the, where the earth opens up and swallows, I might have gotten it if a stupid bank would have loaned me the money right. to get right. The, right. the house with a cracked foundation. Right. Now, okay. So, yeah. On this Indian burial ground that you have your current house. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm not Walmart. What's the worst that can happen? I'm not Walmart. <laughs> I don't open. I don't I don't live. I don't disgrace <laughs> and denigrate Native American burial sites. We, no, leave, we leave that to Sam it. Walton. Yeah. I did have an instance one time where I was living in Rome, Georgia. I was single, and I, was, I needed a place to stay, and I was looking at houses to rent, right? And there was a house um, kind of up on a hill a little bit above a gas station, and I just looked at it, right? And I went down to that gas station after I like, looked at the house you know, to rent, and I got in a conversation with a guy, and I said, yeah, I think I'm going to rent that house up there on that hill, so I'll probably see you a lot down here. And he goes, don't rent that house. There was, there was a murder in that house. You don't want to live there. There's ghosts, you know. And I was like, yeah, I, I, didn't, you know, I don't really believe in that, right? But I did ask the, the, the so, realtor. Well, you I can't believe in murder, though, right? <laughs> I did. I asked the realtor. I said, hey, I'm just curious. Uh, aren't you supposed to tell someone if there's been a murder in a house? Like, isn't that a law that you're supposed to? I thought there was. And she's like, no, it's not a law, but yeah, there was a murder in that house. But you know, in fact, fifteen of them over a, of a span of sixty and years. And one was we just counted as one murder, right? right. One continuous were, murder. There was a lot of people beaten to death with a trombone in that house, well, but no, there weren't. Been, but I, I chose not to move in there because it just seemed like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know that. You want to live by a gas station? Well, you know. Also, he's the guy that like he talked to the local on the way up. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to rent that house, and the guy said, oh, you don't want to do that, and you listen to. him him and yet three nightmares and you're like eh, what what could happen well it's not a murder it's just a nightmare oh He's, that that man that man committed murder if not before that photo it certainly after. immediately no, after you're, you're or at least once he got the proof back <laughs> right he's like look at my look at my complexion someone's dying for this this is forever this is a i'm defending it it's a beautiful gorgeous picture that is completely unique there's some non-dark energy about it are there pupils in his eyes draws me to it you can't see it it's, yeah see that's what he's I'm... he's looking down i mean i'm gonna pass this to matt we're gonna hold this up it's a really hold on. Uh, excuse the mic sound here. Right, his eyes are closed. No, they're open. You just can't. They're shifted to the side. Okay, his yeah. eyes are open. And you can't see his pupils. That's because there aren't any. His eyes are are dead white. That's how he shows up in my dreams <sighs> tonight. I'm pretty sure. He's. I would be fascinated face. if you have a dream about him tonight. That would be incredible. If we, I have a we dream about him tonight, you're losing a po- you're losing a photograph. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> he looks in a weird way. He looks a little bit like my father. What? Yeah, I, I don't, I'll, I'll see if I can find a picture of my dad. It, it's the hair. It's the the very full hair. That's it's it just there's a lot going on with it, and it, it's the waviness. It's that kind of thing. It could be the the uh, the um, uh, sense of dissatisfaction in his face too. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the other thing. This is not a happy looking man. This is no. not a man taking joy right. and the pleasure of playing his trombone. 
This is a man meditating on the murder he's going to commit. Now I know soon. I'm not going to go down that road with you. I will say he, he's not happy in that picture. He doesn't look it right. Um, I, I see him more as this is a man who is serious about his passion of playing jazz trombone. This is a man who knows his woman is cheating on him, and he's going to catch is, him in the act. Well, that is definitely possible. But then he's going to write a tremendous piece of jazz blues about it. Here's Matt handing me a picture of his father. That's my father and his twin brother. My father's holding the guitar. Oh, really? Wow. Right? Yes. Similar. Similar. Yeah, very Definitely. similar. I think it's the hair. Huh. And maybe it's the instrumentation. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, that's his twin brother? Yeah. Your dad got the better of that. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, your dad's a much better looking guy than his twin brother. Yeah. Which you no rarely no hear. Norman and Norbert. What? Did he get Norbert? He got Norman. Oh, Good call there. Yeah. I don't know. Norbert. I'm, I'm learning. This is our 13th episode of this podcast, I think. More well, or less. Not, who knows what order we'll be in. Right. Today. But I've, I've, I've recorded some of these. The, the more of these episodes I record, the more I feel alone. Similar. I, the more I feel odd and weird. I'm, a, well, yeah. I'm an outcast. You're obsessively curious. Uh, I... I buy this stuff. Here's a little back history, okay? I've been buying junk pretty much my whole life, right? But And it's in my house, and a lot of it is in boxes because I don't have room for all the the stuff, right? I just, you know, I dream of having an old southern mansion with a bunch of rooms that I can decorate, right? But um, most of it's in boxes. I've, people don't come over and go through this this stuff. I don't have people. So this is the one time, seriously, the one time where I have brought an entire carload of my prized possessions and shown them one by one to friends. Right. And it's not going well. <laughs> I, well it's not going well. Because you bring out a jazz musician who very clearly, as his jazz troupe goes from town to town, occasionally the urge strikes him and he strangles a hobo. <laughs> that or, is, or a prostitute. Right. That, yeah, no. This guy's, this guy's definitely killed a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. I think it's fascinating. I really do. I mean, I, I've been fascinated by this because when, when we talk but killing about killing a prostitute is not a deal killer for Matt Holt. Oh, no, no. Well, come on. It's it's a you know, on the job. Everybody needs a hobby. Yeah, whatever, you know. But no, this is um, when we talked about doing this, I was like, you have to bring the trombone picture. You That's have what to. he said. I wasn't going to bring it because I wasn't going it, to. It is a fascinating story. But you still never answered the question I had in uh, John Phillips in Minneapolis sends you an email of the says, mamas and the papas no not him he's not available plus okay. he's not he's on he's not doing the email okay. but he's like hey i want to buy the an imaginary person I, well right. uh, uh someone just listening to this podcast yeah, a listener wants to buy it mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i i'm one of these people that believes everything is for sale even people that say that's not for sale oh that's right. for sale there's a number. There's a number that you have. So, right, hit me. What 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 do you got? Okay, so someone says, "Well, I know you paid a hundred for it." I get an email, right, from an avid podcast listener, right, 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 who has donated. They've donated. They've hit everything. the donate button. Right. They've hit the donate button. They're checking out all the all the content, all the social media. They, they are, bought my CDs. Yes. Not just downloaded them. Right. They, they, they have ordered them. them They're a completist. And I, I sign them yes. and physically mail them to yes. them. Yes. And they say, okay, I know you spent 100 on it, plus mm -hmm. you drove to and from Albuquerque. I'll give you 250 Ooh, no, nah, that's, that's a little... 
Oh, see, I was going to start the bidding at a thousand. Wow. Okay, so you're really throwing it in there. Thousand dollars. So two fifties and no. It sounds two fifty like. was clearly going to be a no. Two fifties and no. Think about it. Two fifties and no. I'm thinking of the Stuart Huff fan base. Two fifties and no. They. I don't know. Oh, Peter's going to hate this. Plus, plus shipping. And uh, plus shipping. <laughs> yeah. Two fifty plus they pay for the shipping. How much is the shipping? What, I don't know. I, I just picking up a, an extra seven hundred. I just had keys overnight to me for eighty five dollars. Yes, you so. did, but I wouldn't have done that. Well, I didn't have a choice. I know it wasn't your fault. I, you know, five hundred. Someone says five hundred dollars. I want. I got some questions. I have some questions for this you email. Have questions. I have questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> I have questions. When the email comes in and says five hundred two fifty, no, it's no, I'm not doing that. Okay. When the email comes in and it says five hundred dollars, um, do you do you are you a jazz buff? You play an instrument. You know? I wanna know. Who are you? Okay. What what attracted you to this picture? What about it? You know? So okay, so and they, and they respond. I've had three nightmares. It's oh, yours. Yeah, there you go. It's yours. Yeah, well, basically, well, so we've just given the code to anyone who's listening. <laughs> anyone who's listening. <laughs> right. I've had yeah. three nightmares. If, if this guy is... What if your son hears this and he, he buys this? <laughs> he buys it <laughs> and puts it up. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> and, I, and this is a son that I love more than my own life. He's a good kid. I really like that kid. Um, and also has red hair... In a quaff that is not unlike this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And, and he, I mean, I love this boy more than almost anything in the world, and he is precisely the sort of dick that would save up five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know his father. Well, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I got to throw this in. I'm one of his his father's friends, and if he's buying it to irritate his dad. <laughs> 250 is going to get it. Yeah, right. 250 is going to get it. Friends and family discount. <laughs> right. You might send him the trombone that goes along yeah, with it, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in a CD. <laughs> I'll throw in a CD. Can he get the dish rag? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I would give. I would send him because, oh, those rags are good. I'll tell you. I, I, they're old-timey old dish rags. Oh, like the cheesecloth? The, the white with the red stripe yep. down yeah, the yeah, sure. side of each. That I'm gonna have to get you guys some of those for Christmas. Oh, that'd be great. Um, I I would uh, when the email came in from not from Peter's son, but you know I would I'd want to know what is it about this that attracted you? What is there? You know I want to know something. I don't want someone to just think I think if I bought it for this much I could resell it for more money. No, then you're not getting it. Right? I, no, no, I don't think that would ever be the case. No, I, no, I mean, no one's ever buying this thinking they can resell it. They're, they're, yeah, well, this isn't well, you're flip this, this. This isn't flip this nightmare right. on <laughs> DIY. It's not. We're not doing that. <laughs> that would actually be. It probably would work. That would be the mashup of all time, right? It's the haunted house show, and it's flip flip this haunted Tom, house. Tom Simmons, who is a guest on this podcast quite often, right? Tom has a, a bit where his wife loves two types of shows. Okay. Uh, Flip This House, those type of shows, sure. and The Hauntings, the okay. haunting shows. And he has a bit where he says, if I could somehow combine them. And so he was doing the bit, and he actually, someone approached him and said, you know, serious, wouldn't be a bad TV show. And he has pitched it to several networks oh, who wow. are interested. I didn't. Okay, now this is where I'm actually very sad that I'm ripping off Tom Simmons now. Well, you didn't know that, but yeah, sure. Yeah, great minds think alike. That's what I'm yeah, gonna think. Yeah, right, exactly. Or, or two hacks come up with the same idea. It's, it's, <laughs> 
Yeah. I, All right, I'm going to slide this back towards you. <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm going to slide this back. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in ghosts, right. but I am uncomfortable. I am actually uncomfortable with this picture. Yeah, I told you it was. It kind of creeped me out last night, and I know about it. Um, it's strange, and I, I think this. I think a lot of people that listen to, to your podcast. I think. I mean, obviously, you can go to the to the website and you can see pictures of all this stuff in the show notes and everything. But I think people will do that with every episode. I think this will be one of the most viewed items that you've talked that about. Most clicked on items. I want to ask this question to Peter because Peter is a jazz nut. Okay, he, he's a I, fan. I'm, I'm a fan. I, nut he, is probably pushing it. Well, I enjoy yeah. jazz music. Ja- for some reason, jazz nut just kind of those words kind of. Yeah, but jazz nut to me is sort of like. Jazz and nothing but jazz. And, is, and you've yeah. got a wall full of vinyl. You know, you've got like two bookcases full and you're like, you know, and you can talk about who played on every album. You're like, you're, you're, you're the bad jazz DJ who plays a song and then spends five minutes going, well, you know, that was, and they say, you know, and he actually eventually went on the uh, Blue Note label and you're like, yeah, play another fucking song. You know, yeah, you know too much about cornet players. <laughs> right. I, you yeah, want to tell no me, cares. you want to tell me every, you know, I'm like, <laughs> right. You know, I right. like that joke a lot. Too much about cornet players. <laughs> well, I like that. Which, by the way, is almost anything about cornet players. Right, right. Yeah. Well, this question I'm about to ask Peter, maybe you just answered it inadvertently. But I'm curious, all right, being a fan of sure. jazz music, yep. do you know about Buddy Bolden? I know the name. Okay. okay. Here's the... Here's the so the question... Shook started, that nut title pretty quickly right there. <laughs> yeah. He's not a jazz nut. Right, yeah. right. Shook that nut title. Um <laughs> That would be a good title for a song. Shook, shook that nut title. Shook that nut. You'd I, have to have title because otherwise it'd yeah. be yeah. Anyway, uh, Buddy Bolden. I'm again. I'm not an expert, but I know. I kind of know his okay. story. Uh, he is usually jazz nuts. Uh, he is the father of jazz. He he invented the genre. Got is it. is what okay. they say. Okay. He was a New Orleans. Um, I think he was he was half white, half Cajun kind of. Oh, uh, that, that's probably why. Uh, that's probably why I only vaguely know the name, because uh, jazz was started in Chicago. God damn it, not New Orleans. Ah. <laughs> well, and, right. That's that all. The, that's that alternate history by people that don't know stuff. They don't know, right? They don't know that uh, you know um, King Oliver brought his band to Chicago right, from then, New Orleans, and then invented jazz, and then invented. Well, yeah, and that's you know a lot of people have the argument who invented it, whatever. One of the one of the theories, one of the arguments is Buddy Bolden invented jazz. Uh, he refused to be recorded. He would not allow anybody to record his music. And one of the theories as to why is because he was obsessed with other artists ripping him off. He didn't want his music out there, so anybody could just pick it up and play his stuff, right? So now we don't even know what this guy sounded like. He is. There are no Buddy Bolden recordings at all, right? Uh, but King Oliver says, I learned everything I know from you know, Buddy Bolton and blah, blah. All right. So let's say this guy, this trombone man, I find out beyond a shadow of a doubt, that guy was Buddy Bolton's trombonist. Okay. All right. Now, now you have him on your wall. Okay. Three dreams in a row, but that's Buddy Bolton's trombonist. Do you burn the picture? I give it to a jazz museum. And let them put it in the like Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse where the Ark is. Okay. Yeah, because I think I think that knowing who it is doesn't make it less creepy. If you're still having odd, unsettling dreams, you, you only get to you get to name drop. You go, oh, yeah. I'm being haunted by Buddy Bolton's trombone. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
It's like, it's like I'm being haunted by Billy the Kid. Good for you. Once again, the IT background, you've identified the source of the problem. Now you can move on to clearing the virus. That's fantastic. So that's really the rift between me and you two is I don't see this as a problem. Just because I'm having horrific nightmares yeah, about it, and it's bothered me Had to for, be something. You know, over a decade. <laughs> Lots of things have bothered me for over a decade. I'm not if I burned everything that bothered me, what there's I wouldn't have much left. You'd be just walking with two torches in each hand. Right. And, and my hair art. Right. And, <laughs> no, I, I mean I think it's I think it's fascinating. I'm intrigued by it. I just if I if I went through it, you went through with it. It it wouldn't still be in my possession. I don't. Think. You wouldn't have drawn. You wouldn't have driven back and gotten. No, it, right? I would not have driven back. To and get neither it. would Peter. And and I, I have no examples for what I'm about to say, but there have been numerous times in my life where I have regretted not going back to get something, mm-hmm. and it's usually something odd. It's not like, man, I wish I would have gotten that shirt that I saw at Macy's or something. Right. It's always, man, I wish I would have gotten that gumball machine that's shaped like a skull or whatever you know that would be nice yeah yeah. it would be nice but stuff like that so i understand the the regret yeah i get that um but that picture was warning you right yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 interesting i would have stood in the store and i would have stared at it the entire time and i probably would have walked by it 15 20 times and just looked at it it's it, it draws you yeah but you know, the price tag of a hundred bucks. I'm not gonna, unless it's something I have to have. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have pulled. pulled the I'll tell you this about. But the I'm price. also not a collector like you are. Well, I'm not a collector. Uh, no. <laughs> Should we get Catherine on the phone? <laughs> you want to phone a friend on this That's one? My wife. Um, I will tell you this. Uh, as you know, has I, Catherine had any nightmares about this? No, no. Um, right. When you still we, have it, because that would have been. A, I mean. Once the wife starts having nightmares, that's yeah. yeah. One of the you two. Know, one of the two is going. It, maybe it's a good. This is interesting. Catherine is the opposite of a junk collector. She just she's a throw her away person. She she just will. It's so bizarre to me, and I, I love her to death. But she she would just go. You know what? I think I'm going to clean out the closet, and she'll throw stuff away. Like what a freak! Real. <laughs> How do you live with that? I know. Like real stuff. Like, I understand, like, oh, there's some newspaper, like, wadded up, and I need to sweep. That's dirt. I understand getting rid of that. Well, sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. But if the w- newspaper isn't wadded up, and it's an actual paper, why? Well, and I'm not a hoarder. I'm really not. My house is clean. I don't have, like, rats eating, uh, you know, blah, blah, But, you know, but I have, you know, newspapers stacked up, but they're, you know, they're important. You know what I mean? See, They're not from yesterday. I have I've gone through this process, I guess, where I used to have my things, and those things were very important to me, and I would keep them and whatever. And then, like, you got divorced. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> right. And then I realized I didn't have nearly times. the things I thought I had. Every time he gets half the things. Right. But then all of a sudden, <laughs> right. like in my single life, I've moved, I don't know, five or six times, and it seems like every time I move, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't. I mean, I went from trying to find, trying to sell things, to then trying to find a friend to give things to, to going. Well, my dumpster's right there. To to this last time, I would have, I would have wrapped my dishes in the newspaper that that 
that announced Kennedy had been assassinated. I would just wrap him in that. I didn't fucking care anymore. It didn't matter to me. I'm like, it's just, it's something that's going to take room on a truck. I got to carry up a fucking flight of stairs. I don't give a shit. Let me it's, tell you this story. I have, uh, I don't know, a random collection of lamps that don't work. Okay. Um, those aren't lamps. <laughs> what? Those are no longer they lamps. Are lamps. They don't work. Yeah. They are, they if, work. It's not, if it doesn't light up, it's not a lamp. <laughs> right, Look, right. They are pre and post lamps. They're just not current lamps. They're Amish they, floor art no. is what you call that. <laughs> there, you know, I'll be, in a, I'll be in a beautiful junk shop and I'll see a base of a lamp sometimes. Sometimes I see a shade. I have 10 or 12 shades that I don't have lamps for yet. Yet is the right, important right. word. But I'll see a base of a of a lamp that is just great. It's a good looking base. I like it for some reason. I look at the price tag. It's six dollars. Says doesn't work on the price tag. Don't care. Right. Buy the lamp base. Right. So when I was going through my stuff to decide what I'm going to bring here, I ran across four or five of these lamp bases that don't work that are, you know, stuffed somewhere. And there are a couple of them that, you know, I, I looked at them like, yeah, you know, that's not as great as it was in the store. I'm looking at it now. And, yeah, regrets. Well, you know, I kind of, you know. It's five I mean, bucks. but Right. It's five bucks. But that, are, are you going to rewire something just to have this base on a lamp? Right. Yeah. You know, and then I, so I picked them up and began to walk to, uh, you know, the evil, the trash can. Oh, I thought you meant this picture. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I just thought, nah, I'm not going to throw them in the, I'm going to, you know, so I took them up in the attic and just put them up there, you know, because I, you know, I I might find the perfect shade that turns that lamp into the beauty that it was in my mind. So I'm not going to throw that away. You know what I mean? But shoes, fine, gone. Pants, gone. Don't care. Um, Anything that I've ever bought at Target, I don't care if you, whatever, you know. Let me ask this about these, uh, the lamp base. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, because there's no history to the, those things. They're, they're, they're this, throwaway there items. There is because no the, other picture of this. Right. This is it. This demonic, <laughs> this this evil, you know, if I trash that, and it and it, like let's say the trash man picks it up and dumps it, it's even hard to say, into the back of the of the trash tank and breaks the glass, and now the frame's cracked again, and, and then it goes to a, some dump, and people put coleslaw on it, and it's gone forever. And the evil's dead, and I need it. Right. Well, first of all, first of all, I, I think if this gets thrown out, Peter and I can agree that is definitely what the the definition of heavy trash day would be. This right? I mean, what? That, that is definitely some heavy trash. That's, that's, that's not. A, that's not a water heater. That's just some heavy shit. You're talking about because it, it uh, it's demonic. Yes. Yes. It's not demonic. Also, I don't. I mean, I I don't think you can throw that away. Right. I hope it not. has to be destroyed. I hope yeah, this society has to be, it has has to be, be buried or something. Yeah. No, no, I don't think buried because then, you know. It's like it, a Ouija board. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if you bury it, then you have the nightmares, and then he's out there with a shovel in the night. <laughs> in his bathrobe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't, you, can't you hear it, honey? It's calling. Every time he walks by the, that dish rag that's not being utilized, he's like, bah! I hope, I hope there are some listeners out there that are on my side. Of- I think you could have ended the sentence with out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to stop there while we're ahead. Well, I hope that too. Yeah. That'd be great. I have gotten arrogant now that I've got a well, podcast. Uh, I think someone's listening to this. <laughs> so, oh. Uh, I ought uh, to just call him by name, the listeners. Right. Hey, Fred, come on. Fred, what do you think about this? It's, um, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's concerning. 
But but I love that you have it. I really do love that you have this. I think that it makes sense. It, it's a great story, but man, it's it it has a it just has a creepiness about it. Hey, if you're listening to this, if there's anybody out there, hello. Um, go to the website and we'll put pictures of this up. We'll put some. Like we'll put a couple of pictures. We'll put the actual picture. You can see the frame, and then we'll put some close-ups of of this guy. And uh, you know, if you're into this, send me a message. I want to know if you think that it's demonic looking, or if it's. I want to know how you feel when you see this picture. I'm just curious. You know. Have you ever seen? Okay, I'll tell you where, especially the situation I had last night in the the storage room. Right where the moon and him were connected. Yeah. Here's the thing. Often in a horror movie. The thing that scares you the most or the thing that's most unsettling is the thing that's under, understated. It could be just someone who walks into a room and you just kind of see them out of the corner of your eye or something. Or it's out of focus in the yeah, back. Yeah, that the kind of thing. in the foreground doesn't see them. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Or just the way someone's standing off in a corner and there's a certain expression in their face or something like that. That's what this is. There's nothing inherently evil about the way it looks or any of the content or subject matter. But there's something about the entire composition together that just makes you go, I don't feel good about this. Yeah, That's the way you feel when you see that. Yes, it's an eeriness to it. It has an eeriness. I wouldn't argue that. Which would have drawn me to it. The fact of the matter is it's it's kind of this – it's just this intense level of being uncomfortable, but it's almost thrilling in a weird way. What is your your take? Forget the the demonic, I'm going to burn it. Uh, my son better not bring it in. When you when you look at that, what Peter? What do you think? What is the feeling you? I made Matt Holt move it away from me. <laughs> ah, it's true. I mean, is there anything that draws you into? Do you, when yeah, you but see it's, it? it is an uncomfortable, and I, I I don't know exactly why. I mean, a part of it sure is that goddamn story you told me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, okay. That does pepper it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But that the the frame is distressed, and it's not like in a oh, isn't this a nice you know, patina on this. This mm-hmm. is decayed. Yes. I wouldn't be a, a, averse to that word. It's you the know, frame is dying. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not distressed. It's beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I mean, but it's, it, it's, it is rotting from within. So you think then the soul of that evil person is eating its own frame. Look, I, when I told you the dreams, right. Yeah. I, I want to point this out. I didn't say the bed began to rock and the windows started flying open and closed, open and closed, open and closed. And that's when the frogs fell from the ceiling. The blood came right. out of my eyes. He walked up to me in an attic and went, it's not her fault. It's yours. You know it, too. It's, you know it's not her fault. You did it. Right. It, a spooky right. attic filled with cobwebs. A dead person that you don't know has come up and is accosting you. But there is no actual blood seeping from the walls. It's an interesting line you draw, Mr. Hoff. (laughs) (laughs) Which, again, makes me again wonder about the house where you're like, well, I mean, sure, sometimes the lights go on and off by themselves. Right. And it smells like rotting meat every once in a while. Right. And there are footsteps we can't explain. But. There's no actual bats. <laughs> yes, and that's the exact line I've drawn. I, I'm a skeptic. You know, I'm not saying I'm, I will never believe. I'm a skeptic. So when you when you say when I say to myself, I've had a series of forty or fifty dreams about this guy in the decade I've owned this picture. Right. Wait a minute. What you've had forty to? I expected three before you bought it. You said you had a couple and you put the dish towel right. over it. Forty to fifty. 
Probably. I've, I've had it. Oh, oh, that's, that's a game changer. This what? thing shouldn't have made the trip. <laughs> this thing what? should not. Yes, absolutely. How many times have you had the nightmare? I mean, it, everybody has a dream. You're naked at school, you know, right? How many times have you been naked at school in your dreams? Uh, let's take the in the dreams. Out. Naked <laughs> at school a lot. A lot. <laughs> But dream, but not the dream. I've just been naked at school a lot. Well, but no, seriously, I'll be honest. I do not. I'm someone who I don't have a lot of dreams. I, at least obviously. I don't. At least I don't remember them. Yeah. And, 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 and that clearly, might, you've given up on whatever dreams you want. Clearly, to have. <laughs> right. yeah. Ever since do you have I, a reoccurring nightmare? Yeah, I wrote. I recorded an album about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many? Over how many? What? Once, twice a year? Ten over thirty years. And this was a living person who was now dead, that I had a relationship with at one time. I and think, that's 10, and that there was love involved. And there's a backstory right. that you can connect to. Yeah, and then I can say, oh, there's a psychological reason for this, as opposed to... Can you quit your own podcast? I mean, you, does, sure does it you continue? Can. When I quit this, oh, yeah, there's does the trombone man take over for no, me? Well, no, he's not allowed. But, and, and to be clear, these 40 to 50 dreams, is he... Confronting you about issues in your past, usually. Most, right? Is there ever one where like you guys hit the Powerball? <laughs> There's not that, right? You're not having that dream. So he's he's become my conscious. He's become yeah. my. Uh, I didn't choose it. He's, you know, I feel guilty. I maybe I'm. Is this turn into therapy more? I well, mean, your therapist is dead and haunts you at night. What? <laughs> That's, but but you know, with, with Stewart's insurance, <laughs> right. that's all that takes the, him. So the copay is zero. Yeah. Right, right. All right, I'll give you another example of a dream. All right, and, and it's just so you can mock me for another eight minutes, and then I'm going <laughs> to eat Mexican food. Okay, I, in eight minutes, that's the only mocking, I'm, okay, and then I'm fine. done. I'm I'm going to eat Mexican food. I need right. guacamole after this. All right, yeah, that'll haunt you at night too. Yeah. <laughs> so like, here's something I do that is just her. I you know what this is whatever. I'm telling people that are listening to this the truth. So. I have a tendency to say the just something stupid. I'll just say the dumb thing when I get nervous. A lot of people are like that, sure. right? Yeah. That's Social normal. awkward. Yeah. And you just you're in a group of people and someone says something and then you you say something and immediately you know that's not the way I meant it, you know, and it comes out wrong and well, because uh I am obsessive, okay. I uh I have a list of oh, god, I don't know, thousand of these things that I've said over the years that you know, if I allow myself to go down that that path, I can beat myself up emotionally. Sure, sure. Yeah. About why why are you such an idiot? You said this to this person and that to this person. But I I've learned over the years to stop being so hard on myself. Stop it. As you should. Everybody says dumb things in dumb times. So I I don't allow myself to go. Try to learn from it. Try not to do it again. Right. Try not right. to be so thoughtless. Work yeah. on yourself. Get better. Let's yep. be more objective about life, Stuart. You're not ever going to, you know, okay. So, and I've sometimes been, they're never going to remember it. Like the thing that you say that you're right. like, oh my God, this must, and they're like, oh, did you, did you say that? Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm telling you a, a, a good, a good reason to have this around. And you're probably going to look at me and say, that's not a good reason, but I'm telling you. So, like, uh, you know, a friend of mine, a comedian that I, re I had a tremendous amount of respect for, he died three years ago, right, uh, Tim Wilson. And he taught me a lot about comedy, you know. And I was so nervous, especially in the early days of working with him, because we had the same agent, and he would book us together. And I was just in awe of this man on some level. And I would say a dumb thing, right, common. And so I have a list of probably 20 15 things in my head that I'm like, yeah, I wish I wouldn't have said that to him at, you know, he, you know, whatever. So I've had dreams 
especially after Tim died, right after Tim died, right. you know, and that's the reason I've had 40, 50 dreams because he seems, I seem to have these dreams whenever something traumatic happens in my life, something heavy in my life. And then he comes in and, you know, right, because makes it worse. The afterlife is slightly more crowded. So he comes out knowing that. Right. <laughs> He's squeezed death is out. In the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a trombone vulture is what you're saying. Well, He's circling. He right. feeds on pain. Yeah. Right. He feeds on pain. So Tim died and I had a dream about the trombone man. He came in my dreams. I don't know, three or four times over the, the two weeks after Tim died. And it would be about, you know, like I would be in a diner. It was always some old setting like that. Sure. And I would be at a diner, you know, and and this guy just plopped down in the booth, you know, at the same table as me, but across the table, you know, holding a trombone. No, he, okay. he, he might, I don't think in my dreams he's ever had his trombone. Okay. But I've always recognized him, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he just sits down in the booth across from me, and, and he just had a big, huge smile on his face, which he usually wasn't smiling. But he had a big, huge smile on his face in this one dream in particular, right? And I and I looked at him in the dream. You know, it's one of those dream things where you know what you're thinking and you know and all that crap. Right. And I knew he's going to ride me about things I'd said to Tim that I regret. You know, just stupid shit. And that's exactly what happened, you know, was he had his big grin on his face like your friend died and I know it. And you remember this one? You remember that one? And he just goes through a lit. You remember that? You remember when you said that to him? Ha ha ha. You know, and he's laughing at me, you know, and I woke up from that and thought everybody says dumb shit. It's OK. You also said some great stuff. You had some great conversations with Tim. You talked for hours and blah, blah, blah. And everybody says dumb shit. So that helped me. I mean, yeah, I didn't like right. the dream. It wasn't a good dream, you know. But that, that tr guy that plays that trombone is an asshole is what he is, you know. He's a jerk. He's whatever side of me that is trying to be hard on myself all the time. You know, that's that guy. Well, and it's interesting. And he's not accurate. In every dream, if you've noticed, you're always going back. You're in an old car. You're in an old well, diner. Well, that's his time period. You're going, because that way he, cause he controls that. You're in his world. That's the, that, that's the part of it is you're looking for some type of closure or some kind of clarification and it can't be from you, so it ha you're going to the past. You're going to this. This he's you're going into his realm where yeah. he has control. Right. And then he tells you, Tim is with us now. He suffers. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, you know, I learned something about that. Learned a little bit about myself there. <laughs> it's, it, it's an interesting. Here's one. What, I would challenge you with this. When you do when you do this, when you take a version of this podcast, and if you do it outside for the masses. Why? Where did that come from? I think, but I think it's brilliant. But I think, I think what you should do is, in some setting, you should take this photo or this right. this picture. Do not give anyone a backstory, and seriously, set it up in a room and say, "Tell me what this picture says to you. Tell me what the what what this what this instills in you. Tell me what your initial thoughts are, and listen to what they say, and then tell them your story. Because it's possible that maybe both Peter and I, even though we're both logical people, some of our Feelings could come because we're connecting to your story and not to the picture itself. Absolutely. So th there's Here's that. Here's what I think. 
Logically. Or you're going to poison an entire town where, like, they suddenly show up around the theater with torches going, I've been haunted for multiple nights. Right. This must go. Well, the tor- there's been a run on torches lately, yeah. so you got to wait till they restock. But <laughs> Here's what I think is actually happening. I don't, th- I don't think it would even stop if I threw the picture away. Here's what I think is happening is I don't believe in ghosts. Um, I think I connect with this for whatever reason. We, people connect with a purple yeah. car. They're just like, I don't know why, but I kind of like purple. It's an interesting color for a car, whatever. And I don't think it's any more than that at all. I like the thing. Uh, you know, I kind of, it's a neat thing. So it's stuck in my head. It became right. something in my own head. Yeah, you, you know? gave it a personality. I gave it a personality yeah. that I don't know. I don't know his name. I don't even know if he, if, he, if he knows how to play that damn trombone. He might not even be a musician. Who knows? What the hell do I know? I'm assuming every single thing that I based all my dreams and all this came from me, not from him. And I made this thing up to challenge myself, to question my own thing. So I take that picture and I break it in half and I burn it and I do the whole ceremony with an onion and a wood stick. Wearing the Oddfellows robe. Wearing the Oddfellows robe. The whole thing (laughs) is not going to get rid of me in my mind. No, it's not. It's all me. I don't believe in ghosts. And you have far more grim things in your possession than that. Are you kidding? Yeah, so... Some of this may be the fact that I have a dead bear's toe on the on the freaking dash. <laughs> Not helping your case. It's the what? Not helping your case. <laughs> it's on the dashboard of my car right now. It's just one toe. I didn't keep the paw. Oh, yeah, because you're not a monster. Paul, it's one toe. Because you use the whole bear, right? Is that what this is all about? (laughs) What? You're Native American. They always use the whole bear. (laughs) Every part of the bear. So (laughs) I think maybe the reason that you're that what you get out of this is because this person is an entertainer. This is a someone who's in the same business as you. So you're getting clarity from someone who has can, can can connect with what your struggles are and things like that. I think you're putting yourself into this person, and that's where you're getting this feedback. That's what I think. Either I, that or my whole head's going to start spinning around. I'm going to vomit everywhere. What, I, I think way. this ghost is actually at this point getting frustrated. Where it's like, I've shown up 40 to 50 times. Right. What the, the fuck do I have to do? <laughs> <laughs> what do I got to do to get you to kill abroad? Right. I mean, I don't understand. And he says broad because he's a jazz musician. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. A dame. Yeah, Probably a dame. A dame, maybe. A dame. Yeah. Come on. That was offensive and funny. <laughs> That's my next album. Title. I, uh, I want to ask a question about these lamp bases real quick. All yeah, right? you need one? No, I do not need one. But you're not a guy. So, okay, so I know people that go into a, a shop like that and they'd see a lamp base that's ornate and very you know artistic or whatever and they'd love it and then they would buy it and then they would use that to make the base of an end table or something like that or another lamp or, or they couldn't yeah actually to make it a lamp but they might they might repurpose that you that's nothing you would ever do yeah i don't know i, I probably not I, it certainly would not be you, you know have aspirations like you're like oh this lamp base i could make another lamp out of this or you just went this lamp base it it's five dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> this could sit in a pile with the other lamp bases oh i'll tell you okay let's uh we're gonna wrap this podcast up with with without the trombone man um I found a gorgeous base of a lamp. It's blue. It looks 50s atomic kind of remember the okay, race, yes. space age race. Yeah. It, yeah. It's got an aqua blue when the design it looks um yeah, I don't I don't I'm not a collector so I don't know all the proper verbiage. So I'm trying to explain it, right? But it looks exactly what in a child's room maybe okay. if you decorate it like like 
Neil Armstrong space race. Right, and there would be like a cigar-shaped rocket ship with yeah. fin, with red fins. Yes. Like made the, out of tin. With those yeah. starbursts. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It's with, like a bowling alley sign. Right. Yeah. Maybe a Zeppelin, you yeah. know, yeah. like in yeah. uh, Christmas Story, he gets that Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. That type of look to this base. I bought that thing for five bucks or, or somewhere around there. I don't, God, it might have been 15 years ago, okay? No shade, didn't work. It's just a lamp base. It looked really cool. I like it. It's, Sounds cool. It's neat looking. I had, I've drug it through so many relationships <laughs> and moves and packing up and, and just, it's, it's spent some quality time in storage units when I didn't have a place to live. When I was homeless, I actually had a large storage unit with all my junk in it, you know, and, uh, and it, by the way, it is illegal to live in a storage unit. Yes. I can tell you that I know that for a fact. And I had a long argument with the cop on that deal. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I've I've hauled this beautiful lamp base around for a long time. Last year, what is it? Less than six months ago, I walk into a junk shop, Oklahoma. Bam! There's the shade. There it is. It's a three tiered shade. So there's uh, there's uh, like a, a a big white with little stars, gold stars, and a uh-huh. rocket going across space. And then uh, it goes, it shrinks in a little bit, uh-huh. and there's another blue, same color blue as the base tier, and at the top is a little white one again, you know? And at the very top, the uh, they call it a fennel or something. Yeah. That the part of the, the lamp down. that screws in, yeah. that holds it in, is there's a little stick, and then it's, I think it, it it's either Saturn or it's the moon, with a, a rocket ship going around it. Oh, that's cool. It fits. It might have even been the original shade sure. that went with this. Who? It fits so well. So I buy that for ten bucks, right? I take it home. I put it on my lamp. I I Google how do you rewire a lamp. I yeah. fix the lamp, right? Plug it in. Screw a light bulb in it. And there's the complete lamp. Nice. It only cost me $15 and 14 years. Well, there you go. Not bad at all. Right. And, and that, you don't value your time that much. So really the... the my time is worth it. Yeah, there you go. So $15. Right. And that that moment will now fuel another 20 years. Right. Sure. Of, that, of looking for mismatch. He's going to be chasing that dragon. It's like, right. well, there is one time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, all right. $5, and then t- that's they kill you on the shade every time. Every the sh- time. Every time the, every shade, time the, the shade, shade kills you. Yeah. Shade, yeah. Well, the shade's yeah. the one that gets damaged first. Yeah. 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 The trombone man will not be thrown away. Thank you for bringing that. I well, really, yeah. I'm really happy that you brought this. Yeah. I, I wish both of, both of you uh, weren't so irrational about <laughs> this. I, we need to get some... I'm tired of these irrational guests. Well, I need to line up some people that know how to think clearly. Oh, I've seen the schedule. It's not getting better. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for listening to this. Check it out. Let me know what you think when you see this picture. Just drop me a line. I'm, I'm fascinated. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. 
I've been Stuart Huff. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.